Welcome to Definitely Something with your host, Lucas Bean. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. How are you? How, How are, are you doing? You're feeling, be- you're feeling better, yes? Uh, kind of. Depend of the hour. Uh, my voice might uh, be yeah, a little different than usually. And I'm coughing a little bit, but... But yeah, it's nice to have some space while I'm self-isolating. <laughs> I don't have anything to do in my flat, so so glad to be you sound, here. You sound a little better. You sound good. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I'm not dying either. How are you hey, doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, just uh, you know living the dream over here. Um, if everybody in this space could retweet out the the tweet that's pinned above, that'd be great. And let's wait to get started until we can fill up the space a little bit. All right. Mata, are you ready? Yes, I am. Very cool. Okay. So I have a first, do you want to, you want to introduce yourself real quick? And then we can, we can start off by, by that. And then then I can just break into like questions that everybody are like dying, like basically dying to know right now. Yeah, of course. So, so yeah, my name is Mada. I work at uh, Twitter since uh, three years. I joined Twitter from like an acquisition from a startup called Tribe that was doing live video streaming. Uh, for this reason, we come to Twitter to work on like um, Periscope. And after we decided to sunset Periscope, we start to create uh, what we call Space today. Um, so now it's been a year that Space has created. It's become like a big thing. Um, so I'm leading the Android team in Space. And I'm also very passionate about everything around blockchain. Um, so so recently, I'm also quite involved in the NFT team. So I'm trying to work on the NFT team and on the space team at the same time. And hopefully, hopefully, um, the next uh, quarter, I would be able to join both projects and do some NFT feature inside space. This is really what I want to, to do. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But yeah, this is kind of uh, my profile. That's a great, that's a great start. And um, thank you so much for being here. You're, you're an amazing person. I got, I've gotten to know you over the last like six to eight months coming into our spaces <laughs> and uh, asking, asking interesting questions uh, about spaces. So uh, thanks for like taking our feedback. You're, you're a pretty amazing uh, person at Twitter. So. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm seeing you're doing so many spaces. So thank you for asking for <laughs> great uh, content. <laughs> no, you're always online. I don't know how you're doing <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy, but you know it's fun. Um, quick question, quick question to start off. What do you what do you see? Um, people are gonna, I already know there's like some really di- like people like dying to ask certain types of questions. So I'm going to ask you some questions like future of spaces. What do you is there anything you can share with us like what you plan on doing like NFT wise for for spaces in the future, or is that like top secret stuff? Um, I don't think there is a clear, clear plan on what we want to do or if there is even like an NFT feature inside space. However, obviously, we just released this feature uh, where you can use your NFT as uh, your avatar. So now we have like some, a set of like uh, very passionate people that start this uh, project. So because we, because you're profile your twitter profile now is is connected to your to your private wallet just open the door for many many other use cases inside twitter and in my opinion the first feature that we're going to discuss about and we're already discussing about it but it's not prioritized yet uh it's like about like nft on community or nft on private space or 
even like using your NFT uh, as emoji on on space or this kind of uh, cool feature, even like uh, NFT on your profile to show off your your NFT. So again, like um, as we now are able to connect your Twitter account with a private wallet, I think there is many feature we can think about, and it's really. I think the idea will be also to discuss with our user and understand what they want. Um, I'm also thinking, for example, about like tipping NFT. Yeah, many many ideas can come out, but again, for now, there is no prioritization. It's only, you know, few engineers that think about it, uh, but nothing yet is decided. So what I'm I just wanted to say also like what uh, I just want to make sure that what I'm saying today is not. Um, I, I can speak on my name, not the name of Twitter itself. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. if, there, if there is something that for sure it's open and Twitter, it, it's like a public information, I would say it. But all these kind of features are like it's between me and other engineer where we just like brainstorm. But again, nothing official, um, nothing official yet. But uh, yeah, the, the, one of the reasons for why I'm super interested to enter in your space is because you have a such big NFT community, uh, and also every, like all your community is super implicated on on space. Uh, so you basically have the ideal user base uh, to get some ideas and understand what the community is. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you think so. I think our our community is pretty strong too. Um, thanks for <laughs> saying that. I'm so sorry you're stuck. Um, so, what did uh? You, I mean, we could talk about some stuff that was shared at least last night um, on another space. What, what did you? What did we go with the uh, basically the the shape for the profile picture versus like a little icon next to the like the you know person instead of like this little you know, whatever, whatever shape that is right now. Um, why, why did they yeah. go with that instead of like having the icon? Cause I remember early on, you guys were like showing some videos where it showed like a little Ethereum icon next to like the, the yeah. NFT, which basically showed like confirmation. And then it turned into this weird hexagon thing. Yeah. So we really brainstorm, brainstorm a lot about this, like what we want to do. Um, we thought a lot about like adding some badges, but at the end we wanted to go like outside the badge uh, use case because we already have the verified badge that uh, Twitter has. So if we add like a badge on your username and like many other badge on your avatar, it will just be too much. Um, so we just wanted the. We also didn't want to have like the verified NFT because it can be misunderstand in the case because right now as you can see we like you can use any nft on your avatar it doesn't need to be a verified collection uh, this is something we wanted to do because we want to be like more inclusive and not just allow people that have a verified collection to use their nft so we didn't want to have like the verified badge we didn't really want to have like also the ethereum badge that would be like too much uh, icon and too much badge and at the end, the solution of Hexagon was quite cool. It's, it's a little diamond. It, it show like it's a little different from a circle. Um, and then when you click on it, you have all the information of uh, the NFT. So we end up by choosing this uh, solution. But true, we thought a lot, a lot about it. And it wasn't like a straightforward uh, decision. 
What, what do you think about it? Do you like it? What, um, what's your opinion? You know, my opinion is a little bit like, uh, I mean, kind of what you're going to get pushed back on a lot of stuff, but I mean, people are definitely already kind of being a little elitist about it saying, Hey, if you don't have this shape, then you're not really in the NFT space. Some people are pushing back the other way. They're like, this shape is, I'll just make the shape myself inside of the circle. You know what I mean? Instead of paying Twitter, Actually, you know, yeah. $3, $3.99 cents a month, uh, just to show that I have an NFT. Like there's a, I mean, I, I have mixed, I have mixed um, feelings about it. I actually feel, to be honest with you, my personal feeling would have been make it free for everybody. And then once people mass adopted the NFT feature, then start charging like a small fee, like of 99 cents a month. So people could actually pallet that and then eventually get it up to, you know, start like increasing the price over time. That would have been a really smart play because people then would have, everybody would have adopted it because it was free, but because yeah. it costs three ninety nine, people are going to be like, Hey, you already, <laughs> you already have all my information. You already get, you already get my content, my posts, my space information, uh, my transcriptions of my spaces, all that stuff. Like this is what I've heard at least people say. And I also feel the same way. It's like we're now we're paying to actually have a feature that should be, I think, almost like free because we were providing so much content, um, especially the NFT space. Seeing it's like number three or I don't even know where it is in terms of how many people use spaces. But I thought the NFT community was like number at least number three in terms of how much use is being used on spaces. Yeah, I saw this. The fact that this uh, feature was uh, under Twitter Blue was a little controversial for the community. Um, to be honest, I'm more like I would have preferred to have this feature outside Twitter Blue in a personal um, side. But but at the end, like Twitter Blue is used to you know test new features. So the whole point of Twitter Blue is also to test new features in advance, so people can have like some early access. Uh, doesn't mean that it will stay in Twitter Blue forever. Like we test some feature on Twitter Blue, and then like once we validate them, somehow we we can like push them outside Twitter Blue. So for the whole like whole, the whole community, um, so so yeah, I don't want to speak like on the behalf of Twitter Blue, but I, I don't think it's as, like it's not because it's on Twitter Blue right now that it means that it will not go outside Twitter Blue. Twitter Blue is also um, like an early access uh, program that Twitter created. Um, so it's for like, so, it's for, so it's for beta kind of users. So you can actually, basically Twitter Blue is, you're, you're telling me is like a paid feature where you can, you're allowed to test new features of Twitter. And then once they, they uh, seem to be successful inside of Twitter Blue, you guys sometimes <laughs> roll them, roll them out of Twitter Blue. Exactly. Interesting. So this is our, this is already online. I can send you the, um, I can send you the link, but if you click on Twitter Blue Early Access uh, Program, you will see the description of Twitter Blue. There is obviously some feature that will stay in Twitter Blue, um, but there is also a lot of feature that that we put on Twitter Blue only for a few months and that we decide to um, put outside Twitter Blue at some point. Yeah. Um, Just if you touch my profile, and, I have Twitter Blue. I have Twitter Blue right now, so yeah, I I, uh, yeah. I think it's interesting. I've been a uh, I also find it interesting also people are actually kind of like um, kind of saying, uh, hey, you have that weird icon. Um, it's almost like they're shaming people if you don't have the icon and you're, and you're in the NFT space. And in, in a way, it's like it's double, it's like a double edged sword. People are like, hey, if you don't have that weird that uh, the hexagon around your, your profile, 
Um, you're not in the NFT community. And the other ones are like, hey, I don't need any hexagon to say that I'm in the NFT community. I'm just going to do this. Like, why would I pay for this kind of a thing? So I guess it's, I guess it's a double-edged sword. Like you can't really make everybody happy, I guess you could say. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. But I mean, if we decided to add a badge, it would have been kind of the same. At the end, the NFT community, if you totally. think about it, it's very, it is inclusive, but in the same way, like it's about like building community. So of course, some people will feel like outside some community. Um, yeah. And just also to speak about the fact that I know like there is a lot of people who felt like, oh, tw like Twitter is taking money from the user and, and stuff, but well, this is only like my opinion, but then if you really, so for example, space, um, maybe it sounds, it's, it's free and everything, but it's actually super expensive for the company being able to run like, um, WebRTC and all this live video streaming with multiple speaker at the same time, we need like a lot of, uh, like server computation and it's not free at all. Uh, so, so obviously I'm not saying like. I don't know exactly what is the like, like how Twitter earn and lose money. Uh, we also try to let people like tip a creator, let people have ticketing space. So we we try to to reward creator as much as we can. Um, but just to say that recording space, uh, running space online with so many connected people at the same time is not something that is free for Twitter neither. And if you think about it. Um, I feel like Twitter is a huge company. We have also a lot of influence in the media, on TV, on, on very like big influencer and also like political people. But Twitter is not very famous to know how to earn money. Like if you if you think in terms of like, yeah, of like uh, how Twitter is able to monetize the platform, we are really not such good at it. So if we compare like Twitter with Facebook or Instagram or any other platform, we're like actually super bad at doing that. And this is why the stock of Twitter is also decreasing so much. Like I, I think three months ago, it was, we just let, lost like 50% of our stock is because Twitter is super bad of, of, um, of knowing how to monetize the platform. Yeah, um, oh, I can yeah. see that. But at the same time, Spaces is giving you an immense amount of data seeing you're transcribing every single conversation. So it's actually improving your ads uh, at the end of the day. I mean, it really is improving the ability to collect data and ads and uh, and also just target ads to people. So, I, I mean, it's kind of like YouTube for Google. It's a loss. It was a, it's a loss leader, but it's also the second largest search engine in the world, YouTube. So it's like to me it's not really a, a loss loss for Twitter. It's, it's actually a gain in terms of content and data targetability through ads and, and everything like that. So I think it's, I, mean, I think yeah, it's uh, yeah. to say, yeah, I was gonna say to say it's a loss, it's not really a loss. It's just an amazing data collection tool that yes, it costs more than you're getting back in revenue, but it's amazing in terms of data collection. So, yeah, yeah, no, of course uh, I, I agree with that. Now we need to know how to transform these uh, transcription to uh, to good advertisement because it's also another story. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. And again, to make mass adoption of this tool, I would absolutely think that you, again, even Blue should be free for like three months so people can try it and, uh, you know, then start charging um, because I think once they get used to it, they might, they might never want to get rid of it because there's a lot of cool features to Blue. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think I, it was I, I do agree with that. I don't know if there is someone in Twitter Blue in this uh, room trying to check. 
By the way, I like your yeah. NFTs. Um, I saw your NFTs <laughs> that you launched. I was a fan, but they're, they're already, they, they already sold out, so I couldn't get one. Actually, I just released, like, uh, another uh, more inclusive. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <coughs> I thought I would get rid of COVID, but apparently not. Um, yeah, I just launched a new set with more uh, different skin tone. I'm just uh, seeing Jane have a specific one. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. Yeah. Let's take a look here. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I understand that people feel a little upset about Twitter Blue and the policy of Twitter Blue. I also understand somehow that Twitter is trying to, you know, find a way to monetize the platform. Also, you need to know that all the companies right now are trying to find another business plan than advertisement because with you know, the new iOS, um, uh, like with like iOS uh, policy and just people click less and less on ads. So we need to find like another way to monetize the platform. So I yeah. understand both both uh, sides. But again, Twitter is doing a huge effort this year to try to, at the same time, reward creator. So we launched like many features to try to tips creator, uh, send cryptocurrency or fiat, uh, doing the newsletter feature, um, tip, like yeah, I saw that. Space. I saw that list. I saw that yeah. list. Yeah, it was basically like, basically it said, you know, this was uh, this piece was to, you know, take on Patreon. This piece was to, I, I I saw that post and I actually agreed with it. You guys are doing a good job of like trying to monetize. I feel mm-hmm. like I said I feel wicked strong about this though. At the same time, no shade on Twitter except for it just seems a little. I don't know. I guess you got to make your money where you got to, but it's like, it definitely makes people like have to mass adopt blue. And I know it's only three ninety nine a month, but if you actually add that up to people that want to like verify their Twitter um, with a NFT, I mean, that's hundreds of thousands of people on Twitter. Cause I mean, NFT Twitter lives, I mean, they live on Twitter and the NFT space does. So it's like, it definitely, I don't know. I, we just thought it, I did, but, we all had, we all thought it was going to be free. Like that feature was going to yeah. be free, which I get you guys are trying to monetize blue. So again, to be honest, like uh, I know that the inside engineering people inside the team, we're trying to advocate to put the feature outside Twitter blue. So again, it doesn't mean that it will stay in Twitter blue. Um, maybe it will stay, maybe it will not, but I think there is also high chance for it to, to go outside Twitter blue. I don't know. Right. I hope so. I'm a big fan yeah. of like mass adoption and then slowly turning the dial up uh, so that people get used to like getting charged a small fee. And that will that would obviously always work better as a freemium model is, is always the best case scenario. Right. Free. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But look, like you were speaking about YouTube, how much uh, YouTube subs- like let you pay for the subscription? I think it's like ten dollars $10 per month, something like this. Just yeah, to no have ads. like... Yeah, no ads. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I pay for that. I pay for that because I hate ads for sure. Even though I'm in <coughs> ads, go figure. Go figure. Um, and I'm a big ad tech guy, so like that's why I'm like, oh, it's really it's funny that even I'm paying to like not have ads. So I get it, and it it is hard to actually have people click on ads. I even see you guys actually doing like um, outside of spaces. I also notice you guys are actually adding ads to replied like replies of tweets. I've I've been replying like on some of my tweets. There were some replies, and all of a sudden, I see an ad at the bottom of one of the yeah. tweets, and it's an yeah, it's interesting scenario. Like yeah, you guys are actually adding ads. 
yeah, it's kind of cool. And also a little like, whoa, wait a minute, is that an ad? It almost makes it so it gets clicked on by accident um, at the bottom of the every one of the tweets. So my one I wasn't even aware about that. Yeah, you guys might if you if you want to <laughs> tell tell the folks, you might want to rethink that one. Just and also the advertisers might not understand like their their being their ads are being displayed at the bottom of like as a reply to a tweet because at the end of the day that might get um, that might increase the click through rate yet not increase the conversion rate. So uh, lots of clicks and very little return on investment. So just an FYI, it might be something you want to look at um, for Twitter in general. So yeah, I'm, I'm, tell, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. There's nothing special to add. Okay. I just want to give you a little bit of juice there. Um, so what is the, what's the future of Twitter spaces looking like here? Are we going to, are we going to add some more features like in terms of like, just not just pinning posts, but I know there's a lot of people that want like, other things to be to be inside of Twitter Spaces. Is there anything else on the roadmap that might be added soon? Yeah, of course. So, so honestly, like the team in Space keep growing and growing. It's probably one of the biggest team on uh, on Twitter. So there is big investment uh, from the company on on Space. Um, so I think especially like starting from um, like the end of the month, we're gonna have like multiple kind of bets. And we're gonna split the team to multiple like sub team, and each sub team will work on. I'm seeing Danny here. We can, if he accepts, we can even like bring him to stage, and he can maybe speak about it. But but basically, every sub team will be responsible of a bet. So, for example, my own bet would be like how to reward influencer and big account. Um, so I will try to innovate on everything that can help influencer to to earn money or to continue or, or to have like analytic or just like for them to make it easier for them to continue hosting and having like quality, um, quality sp like space uh, with high quality. Then there is, for example, the opposite bet. The opposite bet would be, um, um, so people bet on the fact that we have like a lot of space, but very intimate with small number of listener. Uh, so this will be kind of more similar to the bet of Facebook uh, where it's more like, you know, a reunion between friends. It doesn't need to be professional. It doesn't, doesn't need to be, like, high quality. Um, I just saw that Danny, Danny is here. If you want, you can go ahead and, and continue this uh, bet strategy. Hey, Danny, how are you? Pleasure to have you. Hey, Lucas, pleasure to meet you. Hey, Mara, happy Friday, guys. Hey, do you want to uh, introduce yourself real quick just so everybody knows who you are and just... You know, 10 second kind of elevator. Yeah, yeah, totally. Sorry, just jumping in. Hopefully, I didn't derail anything. I, I didn't hear much of the conversation. Not at all. Yeah, totally good. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining the space today. Uh, my name is Danny Singh, and I'm the customer research lead, uh, research and strategy for all things Twitter spaces. <laughs> so, been jamming on spaces since the beta days with Mata. She's awesome. She's a rock star. I love working with her. And um, yeah, my, my goal and what I get paid to do is to make sure that we're delivering the right experience um, for spaces, for audio on Twitter, and uh, what can we do to improve it? Wants, needs, pain points, and yeah. Love it. Love it. Is, uh, is, uh, just real quick, um, top, of the, top of the head question. Are you guys going to have host handoff capabilities soon? Because that is something I would kill for right now. <laughs> Be able to hand off hosts so that if I want to go to sleep, I could actually hand it off to somebody else and the space can keep going. That's uh, that does come up quite often, and of course we want the great conversations to keep going. And 
I believe it's a technical hurdle, which which um, is a little hard to get over. I'm sure Mata can speak on that more. But it also kind of opens up uh, challenges with um, with uh, like reporting and health and toxicity. If I get on the mic right now, or Lucas, if you're leaving and you leave me on the mic and I start saying some rude things, like how do we handle that? How do we manage it? Um, that's one part of it as well. But definitely something we've explored and um, hope to do in the future. Mata, do you want to touch on the technical side? Um, no, I don't. I, th I think you said the most important, but I, for me, I agree that it should be, we start to brainstorm about it when we wanted to create co-host, but uh, I do agree that it's, sometimes it's super bad because the host need to leave. And even though you have like hundreds of thousands of followers, well, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but even if you, even if you have like thousands of listeners into the space, you just need to you lose this momentum that is super hard to catch just because the host need to leave. So being able to roll out the meek is super important. You know what? Maybe it's something I can put on my bets because it's somehow related to influencer, maybe. So, so yeah. Um, but definitely okay. also, as said, Danny said, like one of our big, big um, points for the next year is also going to be health. So making sure that there is no toxicity in the space. It's something that is very, very hard to do when basically unlike live technology. But uh, we really want to figure out how we can improve the reporting system and um, make sure that the space is a healthy place where with healthy conversation. I love that. I'm a big fan of keeping the spaces uh, non-toxic. I think I do a pretty good job of it compared to other people. I think they actually give me a give me a little grief of running too like too kind of too nice of a space because I really don't let anybody like argue or scream at each other or anything crazy. Um, but uh, I'm glad I, I'm glad that you guys are actually thinking about that too because I definitely have seen quite a few spaces that are pretty pretty hardcore. I'm just like, man, I can't believe this is going on. Yeah. So, but respect that you guys are thinking about that. That's that's really cool. How have I think Lucas, if I can ask you a question? Um, <laughs> Oh, go for it. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to uh, ask Lucas how his experience with space has been so far. And this has been so far and uh, not on the health side and toxicity, but more of just even has it changed your experience of using Twitter, uh, engaging with yeah, folks? Yeah, 100%. That. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I actually love spaces. This actually has changed my life. Um, I've always been a good public speaker. I just never got out. Literally, I've never got out and done it. Like, I've been on Clubhouse, and it was a bad... Like, for me, I was like, eh, this feels a little too gated for me, a little too, like, um, Silicon Valley, you know, VCs and, like, people like that talking to each other. Like, it was just an echo chamber, and no one was, like, letting anybody up to talk. And when I did Spaces, um, it, I, I actually got access to Jim Cramer to talk to him first. And then I got access to one of my favorite authors to, like, go up and talk to him and there's no like separation or borders within the space. It's just like, there's people that are listening and then there's people that could talk. And yeah, once I had those experiences, I just started doing spaces at the end of April and I haven't stopped. Like, it's just an amazing place to, like I said, it's just giving me that, that I guess that extra push of just like just continuing to show up every single day. I haven't, I don't think I've missed a day um, on spaces since like the beginning yeah. of May, like first week of May, I believe. You I think I see, see you every day on space. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can look at the data, but I can tell you right now, I probably am 
the one that's put in the most Up hours on spaces. <laughs> it's, a little too, it's a lot, but I can tell you right now, Danny, good question. And I can tell you, it's absolutely changed my life. It's, it's amazing. And it's made Twitter a great place to be. And Twitter used to be super toxic. I used to come on here and be like, oh, it's all politics and garbage. And like, I never want to come back. But spaces made it so you can actually make your own space, your own people, your own you know, community a lot easier to talk to and communicate with. So I think Definitely. it's amazing. And, and that was actually one of our earliest uh, hypotheses as well, is that using the human voice, adding emotion, uh, this can make stronger connections and also lessen uh, toxicity as well. So that, that, that makes me and Mata very happy. Yeah, it's definitely made, uh, I think it's made Twitter at least a lot easier to manage. And when people come up and actually hear there's like a human voice here, and they come up and they, they, they're, let's just pretend they're bad actors and you let them up as, to speak and they say something bad. You just know it's a lot easier to also block and remove them and just be like, okay, that, that's our troll account and just block it rather than just having it sit down below. So it's actually, it's a really cool tool also of connecting with great people. I see some people in the audience here that I never would have connected with. And I have a lot of actually good friends made in spaces. I have friends in spaces that are actually better friends than I have in real life in some cases. So it's uh, it's pretty amazing. And I've met a ton of people through spaces. Like everybody I've met through spaces are just like, again, the ones I, I jive with a lot really, really well. And I'm, like I said, spaces is just an amazing tool. And uh, I'm not giving it up anytime soon, that's for sure. So I appreciate um... you guys for making something awesome. About that, I'm really curious about something because for me, like I'm, I'm working on like, you know, the experience of influencer and people who make space their job somehow. So, are you making like space your job? Are you are you able to earn money from it? Did you maybe quit your job for space? Or I don't know if this is indiscreet to ask, but oh, you guys, um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, so I, I do, I make spaces as a, I, I like to use it as like a top of the funnel kind of thing for me where. People get to like learn and, and I basically get to onboard people in the NFT space and help other projects and everything like that. So for me, it's a it's a great tool just to like first off, make friends, second off, like top of the funnel, like, hey, this is who I am and this is my expertise. And then folks like reach out to me for any kind of help they want to have help with. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed how I do business for sure. I would say, I would say, like I said, I spend about six to eight hours a day on spaces and I'm talking every day and uh, it's just putting in the reps, getting people to, you know, once they hear me talk about certain topics, certain subjects, it, it gives them the, basically the wherewithal and like the, the feeling that they, I'm someone to be trusted because I, I am someone to be trusted. You know what I mean? Like I, I show up every day and I'm here every day. So it's like, I'm, I'm a trusted, I, I feel like I'm becoming a trusted resource for folks. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, like I said, it's definitely a great, tool it's i've not quit anything like this is not my full-time job it would be amazing if it was mata and danny so uh <laughs> i would yeah. absolutely love to do if i could just do spaces all day every day like that would be like i would love to just audio cast all day long and that that to be my career that would be amazing but you know you got to work with I mean, and stuff like that so for our bed, this is definitely our goal. Like, let people um, making it like their their job, basically, and being a, you know, like letting yeah. them monetize uh, monetize space, uh, having their revenue from space. So, so yeah. 
I would love, yeah. I, like I said, I would love to make this uh, audio casting my my full time gig for sure. But like I said, it, I also have a lot of other things I'm doing in the background. I own my own company and things like that. So um, until I get to that spot where I'm like a you know a person that does spaces all day or does audio casting all day, I will. Uh, I'm still gonna put in the hours, putting in the reps, six to eight hours a day minimum. Usually a, a little bit longer actually, just because uh, I do want something like that eventually. And I like to diversify my uh, my income streams so that when one income stream, if it ever disappears, another one actually, there's like six or seven or eight of these income streams, even if they're small ones, can actually just keep, you know, keep the lights on, keep everything going. So uh, it's all about diversification of income streams. If you only rely on one, you'll kind of like, you know, box yourself in if one goes away. So Yeah, definitely got you on this. Um, you're putting six to eight hours into spaces and uh i have a bit of a fun question but uh lucas say say you're the king of spaces for a day we put you in charge you run it like what's the one thing you would change to make it a better experience um i would say the space bar at the top it's not working correctly guys like that right there would be like the one thing i would change to make sure that that space bar shows up every single time because i have a i have some pretty nice phones i have a 12 pro and a 13 pro um it doesn't show up like i can't find spaces like 99 percent of the time now that space bar just keeps disappearing and you have that navigation in the middle um i think that's a super successful space the space bar is like super important to all of us we've become reliant on it and to put that thing in the middle down the middle really hurts um, people joining spaces like i have to dm them now for them to find my space. They're like, oh, you're on? I'm like, yeah, I'm on. They're like, oh, well, I can't see you. The space bar isn't there at the top. So wherever the fleets used to be, I'd love for that space bar to be there. I mean, if you're going to say only one, I would say the second one would be the co-host handoff. I still think that's super important because I trust a lot of people in my spaces to be like a co-host to me, um, like Tim Cook down there in the audience or now, there's a couple other people I also see. Like I would absolutely trust him or Jonah that's down there. I would trust them absolutely to like run a space and and run it with a, you know, they're not going to let some troll up to have a like, you know, do whatever they want and say say horrible things. They're just really good people, and they like to keep things on topic. So those are the two things I would say. Um, yeah, I think that would be great. Sorry we, if I I made it too. If I I made it too. <laughs> no, no, that, 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 those are good. That. Yeah, the space ball we're actually uh, working on actively to fix. Sorry, Mom, go for it. No, no, I, I was just saying, like, we, I'm, I'm taking notes of what you're saying. So, you know, we can be sure that uh, we can keep that as feedback for the team. But as uh, Danny was just saying, we actually refactoring this uh, piece. So discovery is a big part for us. And we changing kind of like the, the fleet's line design and behavior. So uh, hopefully you can fix that. And again, you have like also this... Um, space tab so on the space tab we want to improve the ml uh, model we also want to add recording there we want to just improve this uh, part of uh, space discovery we even thinking like at some point to for example in a thread if there is like too many back and forth between t two people uh, we can like generate a space and see like you want to continue this conversation on space some stuff like this It's very interesting. Yeah. Again, I think the space bar is just something we've become accustomed to. 
And like we scroll, I scroll across the top of Twitter all the time looking like, oh, what spaces are open? I instantly, that's the first thing I look at. I don't even look at my tweets. I actually look at my space bar and scroll to the top and be like, okay, who's in there? Oh, I can see like three people that I know that are in there. I click on that and go right in. But that middle tab, it reminds me a lot of like, I don't want to say the name, but the house that starts with a, you know, a club. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I don't think they have very good navigation. It's really hard to find spaces on there or like, you know, little clubs on there as well. And I think that's why it's that awful user experience should not be replicated here. I, I really think that space bar, that space bar at the top is very, very important uh, to a lot of people here. I think people are always wondering like where the spaces are at. So don't yeah. want to, I don't want to like, dr- like completely harp on it, but, uh, but it's very important. So. Uh, absolutely, here I couldn't agree more. Um, and by the way, you can you can say the name. We're all adults here. It's all good. <laughs> um, you, you bring up some really really good points there. It is, and just to kind of share some of the research as well, and and what we've learned, it, it's really tough. It, you're pretty much building a brand new feed, and on top of that, this is live, getting people here at the right time with something of interest on that's topical. Uh, it's a challenge, e- even for the big names, like on YouTube. Um, we, we met with some of them and, and chatted and done research. So we're hoping to get there. We're hoping to get there. We're learning and it's iterating. And for those of you that have been around since the beginning of Spaces Beta, like it, it's been night and day. So really excited. To oh, no doubt about it. You guys are doing a great job. I'm, not, I'm definitely not saying that for sure. You guys are doing great. And I'm, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm happy to be here. I would never go to that other platform again. Like I would, I've never, I haven't gone to the other platform since Spaces. So. I was just like buzz off, but uh, yeah. That on top on top of that, can I ask you a couple more questions? Like, uh, how about like uh, support for desktop use of spaces, like being able to like communicate back and forth from the desktop? There's a lot of people actually who are asking about that, saying, "Why don't you have support? Why don't you have support in browser or you know stuff like that?" Is there something that is there a plan? Is there a reason? So reasoning around that, and is there a plan to like make it happen, or just like not going to make it happen? Um, no, no, of course, we want, like, everything we do on Android and iOS, we want to do it on web, just like we had uh, less uh, engineer on web than we had on Android and iOS, so just, like, uh, rolling out uh, more slowly, but, yeah, everything will come on web, for sure. Even, I think there is even, like, some feature that we'll have on web that we cannot have on iOS because of how web is done, for example, like... Um, um, anonymous uh, user. So, for example, people can join a space even without logging to Twitter, and maybe after they end up the space, you can they can you can propose like, oh, do you want to create an account? Um, but yeah, definitely web is uh, part of our big priority. And now I know the web team is is growing quite fast. Growing quite fast. It's amazing. Uh, so you guys are definitely headed towards uh, browser support then as well. For yeah, communication. For okay, sure. cool. Very Actually, cool. I think in, in terms of innovation, there is even more stuff we can do on web. Like we can create some random link where we can generate a space. You can, there is many stuff you can do on web uh, that make it easier for innovation somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And just to add uh, to what Mata said, like also easier for folks like yourselves hosts and creators like it's, it's a lot to juggle a phone and you're also trying to see emojis and you're also trying to see what's been pinned um but having a bigger screen for that having even notes you know your dms open and even getting as far as even like integration and plugging in a soundboard something as simple yeah. as that can really yeah. just take the experience to the next level 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love the idea of uh, being able to plug in, like you said, right to a soundboard or something like that that goes right into, you know, streaming on all channels that you could actually stream on from here. So, yeah, that would be really, really cool. And I'm a fan of that. So I'm looking forward to that that feature for sure. Let's see if I have any more questions before. I, do you guys mind if I I'll let a few people up to ask a few questions? Yeah, sure. Bring them on up. Okay. Um, I do need to get an NFT for my profile pics. So if anybody has any recommendations, <laughs> do tweet me or something. Oh, yeah, I usually go to Modern Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I, I really need an NFT. There's just so many and they're so good. Like, it's a mean decision paralysis. So any recommendations, folks, let me know. Hey, uh, okay. I'm going to let Amy. Go ahead, Amy. You have a question? Yeah, sure. I had a question and I wanted to um, just back up on what you said, Lucas. I really appreciated the the tabs coming back at the top, you know, I run rooms that are more lifestyle and wine focused. I'm part of the spark program. So I really appreciate, you know, both Danny and Mana, all of the hard work you're doing to not only support us, but to, you know, bring new people, the, the list of topics and the changes you've made in just the last month and a half are astonishing and some, something that, you know, we already love, this is where community is. So my question is more related to, you know, up and coming changes when it comes to topics and categories. There was a lot of great ones added, but some taken away. And in particular, like an, anything lifestyle or variety shows, kind of like what you spoke about when you were first in the room, more towards conversations that are intimate, perhaps, and discussions of a news topic in our industry or more lifestyle focused. I'm wondering if there's any more topic or category additions coming up. Thanks for your time and for having me up, Lucas. I appreciate it. No problem. Was this for, are you, are you saying, um, sorry, I skipped off me a little bit, the, um, when you're creating a space, the topics you tag it? Yeah, exactly. I used to have a lot of great topics. You know, I run rooms for women in Web3 supporting female founders. So startups in particular used to be one of our big discussion um, topics. And then also in the space of food and beverage, there isn't anything for beverage at all. You know, so no wine or craft beer, any kind of lifestyle travel in those categories right now. I'm wondering how hard it is to add more categories because that would really help a lot of my women in Web3 rooms, when I run them, people, when they say why they found us or how they ended up in the room, they note the category or the topic. So to draw on more people, I'm just wondering if there's another another addition coming. That'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Actually, we had some conversations today uh, with the topics team. I see Tamar down there. Uh, she wants to wave. She's, uh, she's leading that effort and has some really cool ideas for it. Um, definitely working on expanding it and also like what's the happy middle ground of too granular and you know decision paralysis of you know is it IPA beers as I use your example or is it somebody who just wants to talk beverages or you know food um, how do we get the best and then also how do we marry to the right audience that's that's a key research finding we have as well is I want to get the right audience that wants to talk about this topic um, so yeah absolutely Oh, I see actually Tamar um, uh, requested. So we can bring her up and she can talk more on that as well before we jump to more questions. Sure. Hey, Tamar. Hey, Tamar. Hey, Tamar. Hey. I actually joined right as you were starting to talk about topics, but um, 
I'd love to hear more about, you know, where, I guess, where that comes to play and how women are finding your rooms. Like, how are they, are they, like, searching for spaces, like, by the term beverages? Or basically, I'm curious to learn more. I kind of just jumped into the conversation. Uh, I think she actually got us. I'm, I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna add and uh, D. Oh, I'll DM you. Oh, actually, she jumped back up. Should we keep it? Uh, yeah. I, let's. I don't know how much time you guys have, but yeah, I'll, I'll be this. quick. <laughs> I'll be really... quick. So, Women in okay, Web cool. Three, they're finding me by topics like cryptocurrency, and they used to find me by the topic startups mostly, and then in the wine category there used to be something i would use that was more lifestyle and entertainment um, oriented that used to really you know fit my my niche um, as well as travel so the women find me for all of those topics more than they find me because the topics are so focused on the nft and web3 space it's really hard if you're not in the financial you know focuses to gain a new audience so bringing my community over it's been hard for them to find my content cool thanks for explaining that amy um but yeah, maybe just to respond i'm not sure how many i mean i'm i'm sure i know i i don't have an exact answer on how many new topics we're gonna add however one of the features that we're super seeking of is joining community and space and i think this will fit perfectly your use case so uh, I don't know if you saw, but we launched community on, on, on Twitter. Um, actually, last week, they just launched the Android side. And basically, super soon, you will be able to create your own community. So for example, you can have like Web3 community, Women in Tech community, um, NFT community, like all the community that uh, you can find. And then from a community, you can uh, start a space. So it wouldn't be like a private space, but only people from the community would be able to enter in the stage. So just like a cool way to narrow cast your speaker, even though the space stay public and you can be sure that people who will come up on stage are people that are part of the same community. And, um, you know, it's kind of exactly what you're uh, looking for. So this will be on top of what we already have on topic. Cool. And you'll be able to search through those topics as well. Is there like a, a easy search filter section? that we could actually filter through like those categories. So if I want to like search for like, let's just say NFT spaces only, is there a category specific, like you just push a button and it only shows NFT spaces or, That's interesting or cryptocurrency? Yeah. Um, I know there is the search team that work on space right now and they will like probably figure out um, how to filter and uh, find your favorite uh, space. So yeah, I, I don't know exactly, but yeah, probably yes. It it, it sounds very logical. But um, cool. one of the thing is when we create space last year, um, so we create kind of like the concept of space as a standalone entity outside Twitter. Uh, so the object space wasn't super linked to like topic community, even linked to like topic community, event page, uh, DM, all this kind of stuff. And this year, we're going to really think of how to um, put the space entity as part of the ecosystem of Twitter. So we don't have like space as a 
feature that is completely uh, separate from the rest of Twitter. It will be a whole ecosystem uh, where where everything is linked together. And I think this will sense. be like the main challenge of 2022. And yeah, yep. being able to f find space among, among topic, among search, among time, among people, among friend of friend, friend of friend of friend. Um, this is part of, of it, I guess. Yeah, I love the I love the idea. Like I said, just you find making spaces easier easier to find is such an important thing for me. Like I said, seeing I do so much and I put so many hours into spaces mm -hmm. to not be able to find my yeah. spaces kinda it's really annoying. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Hey, mm -hmm. Nick, you got a question, my man? Hey, what's up, Lucas? Uh what's first up, of all, thanks for having me up here. I really appreciate it and you know, love your spaces. Um you know, I really look forward to seeing the bar come back. It's not going to see anymore. And, you know, the whole clubhouse kind of finding way is kind of crappy. And I really like the way Twitter does it. Um, but my question would be is when you're on desktop, you know, you can click people's profiles and you can go straight to a Twitter space. But on phone, if you click people's profiles and you try to click the blue outline, nothing happens. So will there be kind of a utility where if you click their profile and they're hosting a space, you can join it? On phone, by the way. Good question. Um, and um, maybe I missed a part. So no, today, like. I can explain. Yeah. So there's a there's a blue circle, a purple circle around mm -hmm. someone that's hosting a space. So when it spaces first came out, you could actually see that purple circle and click on it. It would bring you to that space. Now, mm -hmm. if you click on it, it brings you to their profile. Um, it doesn't work all the time. It's very, very, very buggy. So sometimes it works, that purple outline. And sometimes it actually, I would say about 80% of the time it does not work. Um, but it oh, used wow. to. So yeah, it's a cool feature that, that so, I definitely like. I know exactly yeah. what Nick is saying. Interesting. It doesn't work. This like is definitely a, a bug. It's, yeah, it's a bug because it it's, it's supposed to work. Yeah, I figured as much. I, I was going to say, I see a lot of friends with that little purple halo around their, their face, and I used to be able to click it, bring me right into a space. I'm like, sweet. That's a lot easier to do. Yeah, it doesn't do it anymore. So, mm -hmm. it, like, I would say about 80 to 85% of the time, it does not work. So. Oh, man. Thank, yeah. thank you, Nick, for surfacing that and speaking up. We'll definitely yeah. flag it. Hey, also, I'm seeing Nick, you have 13 years old and you're already an NFT creator. Wow. Not just an NFT creator, he sold out his collection. So yeah, it's that. a really big deal. He, he got, he's, a, he's a very successful NFT creator. So Nick, hats off to you, brother. And, and jumping like this on space, and so you're super courageous. You're going to become a very successful person. Too late, yeah. here he is. Yeah, you already are. Thank you. Um, you know, Spaces have changed my life before Twitter. I mean, before Twitter Spaces, I never was on Twitter whatsoever. And the only reason why I sold out my collection was due to Twitter Spaces. And it helps me in school to, you know, presenting, you know, before Twitter Spaces, I had a hard time presenting not only on Twitter itself, but also in class for things like science projects. So it's helped in real life and online. So, you know, we thank you for that. Wow. Maybe in two years. See this? this? Maybe in few years you should uh, crazy. Maybe in few years you should do like an internship at Twitter. You should DM me. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just gonna say I'm definitely gonna tell everyone that I work with that story. That <laughs> rules. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, you should definitely come work at Twitter. I think like hey, in three, four years you have a first internship, right? Yeah, when I'm when I'm sixteen I'll I'll make sure to Come back and I'll redeem, hopefully, for a Twitter <laughs> internship. Oh, 
we we we'd love to have you. This, this you just you just made my week. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. for having me. <laughs> Thanks Nick. for having me, Lucas. I'm gonna drop down. Yeah, cool, Thank brother. You. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Um, uh, Jonah, you had a question? Yeah. I don't get too many uh, opportunities to uh, direct some thoughts. Less so questions, more so can I make suggestions? Is that okay? Is that is that cool or are we only doing questions? No, you can go for it. I'm sure these guys would love to hear your suggestions. Yeah, very you're, constructive you're on, it, because it makes me want to use it more. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. So I, I do more of a curated podcast format on Spaces. I host it usually on Thursdays and I, I host companies and other individuals who are building in our spaces. And I can tell you some of the, the, the hard points I have that could, I, I don't know easily, but would be a huge advantage um, for me and other people who host spaces. I, I also think you have a big shot here at, at really engaging the creator and then you build a really sticky network. So the first would be if you can make the export function of audio really easy, that would be, amazing and further if you could be able to export it easily just as like a .mp4 or even better if i could export it directly to like a buzzsprout or a podcast platform then i can easily churn out these podcasts onto spotify uh, while they also live on on twitter spaces i think a lot of creators would love that uh, it would make my life a lot easier you know i already couldn't have couldn't agree design more art. couldn't agree more jonah but yeah I couldn't so, agree more. so that would that. be amazing and then I have some suggestions on Twitter Blue. So in gaming, we figured out how to create sticky networks around referral codes. Uh, it's very smart. Fortnite does it all the time. And so one suggestion or a concept or idea would be if you guys could build on Solana or Polygon a Twitter Blue uh, community marketplace. And you can do this anyway. You can go use Zora. It's like pretty pre-baked. Uh, and especially if you guys have pretty amazing engineers, I'm sure it's not complicated for your team just time consuming i would love for like for take away the current check mark that you guys have for for recognized people but a twitter blue check mark for uh community creators wherein they could set up a subscription service on your polygon or solana uh custom marketplace and then i could basically charge people and like let's say a half a dollar a dollar a month to join my NFT community, but the only way they could access that is that if they have like my special referral referral code, where they have like a code to access my my uh, Twitter Spaces uh, on the app, but they have to have the NFT from Polygon or Solana that's that's created through my special Twitter Blue Creator code. Uh, does that make sense to you? So for me, this is quite something quite similar to a feature that I really really want to do. Let me. I write a little bit, so let me pin it on the space. Give me a second, and let me know if it's something a little similar. Um, I just post it on the um, group. But basically, the idea is instead of requesting to join a community, each collection will have its own community. Then to join a community, so yeah, again, like instead of requesting to join, you just have to connect with your NFT. So the NFT become like an entrance ticket to any community. And from this community, Love then that. you can create space. Um, so, so the NFT have a proper utility inside space. And it's not only like any, I don't know, like a simple uh, art piece, but also 
an entrance ticket key. to yeah. communities, private space. Yeah. Yes, it's but one extra artist. feature. There's one extra feature. So on Discord, there's one extra feature. So on Discord, they do this very well, and, and Fortnite does this very well. So if you buy a subscription, so like Discord Nitro, I can yeah. submit some of my points to someone else's server. But because I spend the $10 a month on Nitro, if there was a way to accrue Twitter Blue points where I could then send them to my favorite content creator on Twitter Spaces, and then they get a very small rev share of Twitter Blue subscription and they're finding a way to monetize on their community, I think you'll have like really sticky content creators who won't want to go off platform mm-hmm. and you could really build this out. So like a Twitcoin. <laughs> like a Twitcoin, but it works within yeah. your specific Polygon or Solana marketplace. And then it's like an enclosed system that might not be a DAO, but it's a reward system that allows you to track who you should give RevShare out to. Uh, through Twitter Blue. And I think that would really build up your service, get more people to subscribe and pay that $3 a month. And I think you'd get the more more Farouks of the world really trying to build, you know, the next Joe Rogan podcast on this platform rather than on Spotify. I think this is an amazing idea. I'm, I'm following you and maybe we can try to discuss about it later. Um, yeah, happy to. I, I'm really committed yeah. to this app. It, I, I started on Clubhouse and Clubhouse failed because it did not listen to its creators. Not that everything that creators say is you know uh, god's will but but if they just listened and they kind of worked with a subscription model with creators i think clubhouse would would have still the bottom line is i think if they had listened twitter spaces wouldn't be what it is today but now you guys have a shot to really take this so that way the next group doesn't try and you know grow you guys you can learn a lot from their mistakes and i think the first is is monetizing creators through a rev share where you already have you know, real value on this platform. Yeah, um, I know like at some point Twitter started by having like a kind of Twitter coin where you can buy your coin and then like send it to um, like use this coin to tip some people. But at the end, we just closed the project and it didn't really follow up. Um, but I agree the way you're expanding it, it's even more powerful. You have a full ecosystem and you use a blockchain for that. Um, so it can be very, very powerful. As a side note, actually, the collection I'm, I'm working on, like, you know, this emoji stuff, um, I kind of create this collection as an experiment to kind of working on this kind of stuff. So um, once once I will have, like, the access to a Twitter community, I will create a collection called, like, Tweep Emoji, and I will put manually first all the holder of my emoji, and then I will start to create some space do some experimentation, make a specific list. So just like experiment on how community inside Twitter, like NFT community inside Twitter behave and try to get this kind of idea you have um, to then innovate the platform. Yeah, and one very small addition, really integrate with DAOs because DAOs work very similar to public companies where they have to have uh, audio reports. You could probably take market share from Discord by creating the system in that having the specific DAO token, even though you guys don't disperse it, allows them into private uh, public calls on Twitter spaces where the committee can, can you know, have their hearing. I think that's another add-on for DAOs. You could even work with Syndicate DAO on, on, on some infrastructure in that way because Syndicate DAO is the leader in DAO infrastructure currently. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
Um, and this is why actually I love Twitter community so much. I think if they can find an intersection between like um, between like Twitter community and uh, and DAO, it would be su a super powerful feature. Actually, we have so many like Twitter right now is trying to find community to be able to put them inside uh, Twitter. But I think the community already exists out there and just need to plug into all these DAO and blockchain community, as you say. Um, because everything already exists out there. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. Obviously, no obligation to do anything. Uh, I'm just putting it out into the universe since you guys are, uh, you know, at the office. So hopefully you guys uh, keep building this up. Uh, I will be honest, I was skeptical of Twitter Blue, um, but I bought it anyway because I want to show off my NFT. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hold it. Nice. Thank you. Let's speak Jonah, about really your good, ID. Really good input. Here. Jonah, really good input, Jonah. So, mad respect. Hey, uh, okay, I'm going to let uh, Al, uh, oh, Alo. Hey, what's up, Alo? Go for it, man. Hey, hey what's up, Lucas? I have a, a simple question. Um, as NFT projects become more animated and interactive, is there sometime in the future where we're going to be able to see those animations and maybe some 3D interactive um, PFPs on Twitter? Uh, I'm so sorry. I I just uh, log out yeah. for a few seconds. Yeah, animated animated gifts. It sounds like he wants to make like animated uh, mm. PFPs. So um, we so, know we know we have a friend that has an animated PFP that's mm. legacy from like 2010 2011, um, and he's he's like the only one we know currently with an animated GIF. So uh, it's is there any animated GIF support in the future, or not just animated GIF, but like some kind of you know. Uh, I guess you could say video or any kind of like short video kind of for your PFP. 3D or GIF or like, you know, Lucas, I'm thinking about like the Robotos, you know, how they have your GIF or like, you know, Lucas, I'm thinking about like the Robotos, you know, how they have those animated yeah. like PFPs and yeah. it would yeah. be cool to uh, be able to show so, those off on Twitter. I think you already have them actually. The only thing is like they will not be animated um, on the home timeline. You really need to click on the, on the NFT uh, picker to be able to see the animation. So basically, today, if you click on on the on an NFT picture, you know you have like all this uh, NFT NFT. Um, you can see the NFT in big screen, and from this place you can see the animation. But otherwise, it will not animate on the home timeline. And the reason is because um, long time ago we actually had some animated uh, avatar, but we found it was like very distracting for the user. Instead of focusing on the text, people were focusing too much on the animation. Uh, so we decided to stop doing that. Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah so basically, yeah, I'll so step basically down. legacy, legacy wise, that's just going to stay forever like that. And that one person that has it's going to stay legacy. And yeah, that respect. But, he deserves it, by the way. He also deserves yeah. to be confirmed. But if one day he changes his avatar, he would not be able to put it back. Yeah, I know. I don't think he should change it, though. I myself wouldn't change it, that's for sure. He's actually in the audience right now. There he is. He's awesome. A very amazing person. Oh, yeah. So, Well-deserved. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's better than a, a check mark uh, in my book, you know, verified <laughs> account. But, I mean, he is an icon in the space, guys. I mean, any kind of, like, ability to hook him up with the, the right people at Twitter to get him a check mark, he's, he's very well-known. So, anyway, 
I know that's not your. I know that's not your specialty, but it would be great to get him uh, confirmed profile. Um, let's see, Brad, you're next, my friend. Go ahead. Right on. Yeah, thanks, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for hosting the space and having me up here. Uh, just a quick question for you guys. Um, with the new um addition of the you know the nft pfp verification and the and the wallet connect um does twitter have any plans to integrate full web3 capabilities going forward you know for example the ability to actually mint from a project's page within the platform you know because as it is now you have to essentially either copy the link uh, from mobile um either copy the link and bring it into your you know metamask um browser in order to mint and connect um because now Twitter has the ability to connect to the wallet, do you guys plan on allowing um, kind of in-app um, Web3 communications? So the question is like, are we, instead of connecting to OpenSea, uh, you're asking if we, if we can create like NFT on Twitter itself, on the Twitter platform? Well, essentially, yeah, when, when, when um, a project has their website and the ability to mint, um, you know, you, you hit that, that button, um, and it speaks to the smart contract and you're allowed to perform that transaction through your wallet. Um, as it is currently with Twitter, the only way to, you know, if I'm on Twitter scrolling and I see a project I really like, I go to their website, it pops up, you know, in, in app in, you know, um, in a little browser window. Um, if you click mint, it'll say, you know, connect to your MetaMask, connect to, um, you know, whatever your wallet is um, in order to allow you to actually communicate with that contract and mint an NFT. Um, right now, the only way to do that is yet yeah, leaving the, the platform um, because you guys are now incorporating wallet connects to verify PFPs. Um, do you guys plan on actually doing a full blown web three um, interface? Yeah. So I think like this avatar project that we launched is kind of an experimentation, like first experiment on bringing Twitter into this Web3, um, which is one of the reasons for why we start to put it on, uh, on Twitter Blue. I think we're going to wait for like feedback, see if uh, people respond positively to this uh, feature. Um, we know for sure that Web3 lover will love this feature, but maybe it will actually warm more user than it will help you nft lover um if as lucas said like a lot of people feel unhappy about it because now you have a lot of nft feature uh even though only one percent of people like nft we're gonna end up by losing people instead of earning more people and in this case we're probably gonna stop um advancing in this area but if we feel that it's a strategic move for twitter to enter more in the web3 yes of course we and I enter like deeper and deeper on how to integrate uh, Twitter into the Web3 world directly. We also want to rely less on OpenSea and directly um, consume the blockchain. We also want to not only um, use uh, Ethereum, but multiple other chains. Um, and who knows, maybe at some point you will even be able to mint, like to basically mint your Twitter, uh, your tweets into like Ethereum or any other, or any other uh, blockchain. So there is a lot of um, possible feature there, but I think uh, right now we're just gonna wait to see what are the impact on our um, metrics and if um, it's a positive impact or a negative one. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's great. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. 
Hey, uh, Shauna, do you have a you want to you have a question? Yeah, sure. I'll be quick. I fully love the idea of the um, the closeness for the spaces. So I'm hoping that that feature develops. But I am an avalanche person, so gotta get gotta get the blockchain too, please. But my question is, because I'm a media professional, and I'm sorry for having to ask this question, because everybody hates advertisers, but Oh, no. What just happened? Oh, no. Oh, I think Sean lost you there for Oh, there you are. You're, you're back. There. There. <laughs> right where you're about to drop it on us. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Okay, so... I don't know if you're, please do, please add Avalanche. I have to say that. That's my plug because I am a C Avalanche. I have to say that. That's my plug because I am a CMO at Chicken and it's awesome. And I need my profile picture. But that all said, all right. my day job. No more my day job plugs. Is, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> my, day, my day job, though, is I work in media and advertising. Are you, are you looking at doing any kind of promoted spaces or is that going to be a functionality um, that'll be available? I understand there's probably going to be some content concerns overall, but I was curious if you guys have thought that through. I can uh, take that one. Um, definitely possible in the future. Like Mata said, like we're, we're going to look at our data, our findings, and, and go from there. And that'll drive our strategy. Um, it, it may seem it's inevitable, but our team's focus right now is, is public spaces and making sure they're one working and there's not a lot of bugs. <laughs> so do report them if you have any. Uh, and also it's an ideal experience before getting into things like that. Fair enough. I'll let clients know. Thanks. Hey, uh, junkie.soul, did you have a question? Yeah, hello, guys. Can you hear me? We can. All right, great. So, yeah, I had a question. I wanted to know when, uh, like, if you, if uh, Twitter plan to add uh, Solana uh, to this uh, PFP thing. Yeah, no, your French accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of the same answer that I gave before. Of course... We know that ideally, uh, we don't want to rely on OpenSea. We know that ideally we want to, um, like Twitter doesn't want to pick a chain for now we use like Ethereum, but it's it's not the goal of Twitter. So obviously as, if we continue work, if we're rolling out fully this feature and we want to continue working on Web3, in this case, we're gonna like support as many chain as possible. And Solana is part of the like most, um, you know, famous one. So yeah, of course we want to uh, to use Solana as well, but it will really depend of if we think this feature is um, successful or not. So basically the, okay. the answer is, if we want to keep this feature, we cannot integrate as many chain as possible. If we think that the feature will not survive, in this case, we're gonna even remove this feature and don't have any chain at all. So, all right. but we're not gonna keep it only Ethereum for like forever. If we want to stay like, like continue working on Web3, in this case, we're going to add more and more chain in the future. Okay, can I and just Solana ask? Uh... Like... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Solana is probably like number two. Like, so yeah. Okay. And just uh, one quick question Do you plan on um, uh, making Twitter Blue available in Europe anytime soon? Uh, I guess it, I, I don't work in Twitter Blue, but yeah, I think it of it should be the case. Uh, all the like the payment regulation in Europe are always a little bit more complex than in US. 
so this is why it also takes a little bit um, more time. But yes, uh, Twitter Blue, I think, is supposed to roll out everywhere. Europe, Africa, Asia, like everywhere. All right, cool. Thank you. And thank you, Lucas, for letting me uh, ask my questions. No problem, my pleasure. Uh, you should get an iPhone, though. That I do, I do, really but the thing is I'm using an emulator on my PC. An iPhone. Like, I, I got an <laughs> iPhone, but I'm using uh, an emulator oh, on my PC. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> got it. Got it, got it. Sounds like an Android. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have more? You guys have some more time for a couple more questions? I, or you guys gotta go? I actually have a jet. I got to pick up the kids from school. But this was great. This is I was just yeah. eating and uh, just jumped in and ended up on stage and some great conversations and amazing, amazing uh, audience and community we have here. So thanks for having me, Lucas and Mata. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate your time, my man. And uh, Mata, do you, I'd like to I'd like to kind of like end it off for you as well, because I know you're not feeling so well. Um, do you guys want to yeah, say like, I... a couple a couple of last comments or do you or do you have an, some extra time or you tell me, Mata? I think I can say like 15 other minutes and yeah, maybe then I will uh, okay. go to sleep. <laughs> Right. Thank you, Danny, so much. Uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah, thanks, Danny, for popping up. Yeah. That was really cool. And, and uh, for everyone yeah. listening, um, well, one, thank you for joining. And remember, like, we are building in public. So do reach out, uh, tweet at us, DM us, uh, reach out to anybody on the team, myself, tomorrow, Mata. We want to hear how space is going for you and how we can improve it. Like, we really are listening and want to make it better. So take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Danny. Have a, have a great day, my man. All right. Uh, there's like only three more questions. So I'll add them up. All right, Amon, can you hear me? Hello? Oh, yeah, okay. Ahead, you, you yeah, I do, actually. Um, it's actually a suggestion, a feature suggestion for Twitter Spaces. I actually tweeted that out a bit. Um, can we have um, timestamps for our recorded sessions? Um, that way, when folks come in to listen to, like, recorded sessions, they, for example, would know where to skip to. Maybe we can even have, like, a... A fast forward button or well we do have a fast forward button but more of a skip button to certain particular timestamps that are labeled um that way people can you know quickly just get to certain parts they want to listen to because you know some sessions can last for like two hours long sometimes um so that's one thing the second thing is it would be cool if we could get um a feature that lets us essentially kind of like a a, a for lack of better terms a cabinet a cabinet where we keep our recorded sessions because right now if i wanted to find say a certain recorded se se uh, session i'd have to scroll like through a couple of tweets over and over again so i find a given twitter space recorder and sometimes i have to like find a few wrong ones i have to remember the particular date so just like we have like an like a bookmark feature for tweets can we have like a you know um a little feature for keeping all our all our recorded spaces for like a given twitter page i think these two things would be very significant given um twitter spaces has now become in a place where you don't just have small you know friendly hangouts where you have full-blown you know um corporate community like interactions pretty much like what's happening in here um yeah and that is uh pretty much it um i have a comment about twitter blue bar probably just a comment about twitter blue bar probably just tweet that out rather than comment it um like yeah on that i am all good hi everyone cheers Um, Tamar, do you want to take it? I, I know you worked on this stuff. Um, I'm not working on recorded spaces, but I'll definitely pass along the great feedback. 
Um, um, as far as I know, you could fast forward to these through spaces to an exact timestamp. I've actually done it before. So being able to tag it, like that's pretty advanced stuff uh, to add into spaces, like just getting it to work and do host handoff and things like that, like is pretty. And I think those are some, what we've brought up already are very important. What he was bringing up is like really like a micro need rather than a macro need. I think you guys are doing a great job of focusing on the macro you know what I mean? Like, cause I could fast forward through spaces that I've hold, I've held that recorded um, and fast forward to a certain timestamp. And all you have to do is tell, Hey, you know, your audience, you know, here are the five things I'd like to point out in this, this audio recording, like, you know, fast forward to five minutes in and you get this fast forward to 25 minutes. in. I mean, that's what they do even on YouTube. So um, I think it's, I think you guys are doing a great job. So I don't, I think that's more of like a micro rather than a macro need. I think being able to like stream these, like be able to download your assets, like, like uh, Jonah brought up, like being able to grab that is really like a macro need because I'd love to be able to take that audio and upload it right to a podcast or something like that. That's a pretty macro need for creators as myself and Jonah. Um, yeah. You guys are doing great, though. Like I said, that is something you can write down. It's kind of like long tail. Here's what we need in the few, very distant future, <laughs> like Q, Q4 of like 2022 or even Q1 of 2023. But I don't think I, I'm not trying to belittle the ask. It just seems like a micro kind of a need. So, Yeah, obviously, we need to prioritize future and we have limited resources. However, um, I know I actually saw on some hack week or at least some design uh, that was something very similar to what you were saying. So um, I think we, as you said, like we can already share like a timestamp, but what we wanted to add as well for like the host is to actually have a plan. So basically what, before to start a space, you can say the first 15 minutes, I will do some presentation, then I will do that, then I will do that, then I will do that. Do that. So that when listeners come to your space, they know basically in which session they arrive and they understand uh, what what already has been what people already had this kind about and what what topic are left so you can have like a timeline of every uh, space this was a very cool feature and it's kind of um, maybe a little similar to what you were speaking about yep i'm pretty sure that is that is basically the feature he's uh speaking about you can just click on like a area where it's got like a little like a little flag where you can click to the timestamp and uh, it plays right there so um, I still think I still write out my podcasts like exactly the time of like what's I mean you have to re-listen to audio casts anyway and just as soon as you get to that part you either cut them out or you you put it in the section and say you know six minutes in it's this ten you know twenty seven minutes in we talk about this it's just part of the how how we do audio right now so yeah um, it'd be cool though obviously if any platform could do that really really well and we don't have to it like saves us everybody every creator a lot of time but. I kind of get it. Like it's it's not an easy it's not an easy thing to solve, for sure. But the transcription should actually help a lot, right? You can search transcription, and if you know what you're talking about, you, it would then give you a timestamp on the transcription, which would then allow you to say, "Hey, go right to here." Um, I think that would be an interesting thing. I'm not sure if your transcription program does that, but if it actually times, if it actually has this timestamp on the transcription. Um, per line or whatever it is, uh, maybe per section, it could actually tell mm-hmm. us, you know, by us searching keywords, because we know, like, what we were talking about in terms of the topic, it would then tell us the time, and then you could just, like, 
tag that instantly inside the audio and it would literally save hours and hours of listening to actually be able to like you know tell tell people where where to find certain things anyway just a, just an idea Emil you're our last question asker hey thank you thank you Lucas thank you everyone this has been a great I've been uh, listening all morning this has just been awesome to hear um, I have a question um so I'm new to NFTs and yesterday I uploaded or I updated my profile pic, but I have a lot of them that are on the um, Ethereum or I'm sorry, on the Polygon portion. And I was wondering if you're going to eventually support NFTs from that network. Um, yeah, so same answer than for Solana. If we decide to um, roll out this feature completely and we decide to you know, uh, invest on uh, Web3. In this case, yes, we're going to work on Solana, Polygon. Um, actually, Polygon will be super easy for us to integrate because we're already fetching the API of uh, OpenSea and OpenSea already have uh, Polygon. Uh, so it would be really a um, question of like a few weeks to integrate it. So so again, we probably like waiting for your feedback, verify that everyone is happy with this uh, feature. Um like for NFT holder, but also for non-NFT holder. And if yes, in this case, uh, sure, we can integrate as many chain as possible. Yeah, that's a great, great answer. And that would be really, really cool if you guys continue to support the NFT space, for sure. It's going to be amazing. Uh, adding extra chains, because there's definitely some other mm -hmm. chains that actually have some great NFTs that you can't really access via Ethereum. So... I look forward to that. Uh, I look forward to any kind of support you guys give it. So, and you guys are already doing a great job. Like I said, these ladies are amazing. Your team's amazing. Um, thanks for taking the time today to hang out with us, answer some questions, some not so easy, some some that are just super interesting. And I'm looking forward to doing spaces in 2022 and and beyond, and uh, with some new creator <laughs> tools hopefully soon too. So, I'm very much looking okay. forward to like working with you more, Mata. Like, if you ever have any questions about spaces, like I said, I'm in spaces all day, and tomorrow, same thing <laughs> with you, of course. Like any kind of questions, like I hear everything from everybody, so it's like I know like all the all the pertinent stuff. And Jonah down at the bottom here, like also a really great resource. Definitely reach out to him. He's uh he's just super knowledgeable in the gaming space. Like one of the smartest guys I know. Um, so if uh, yeah. Thanks for coming Great. out today, ladies. And uh, if you want to, if there's anything else you want to say, just real quick for, to the audience before we close things down. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for being a, such a great host. And again, for my side, at least uh, for the for this year, I'm gonna focus on how to make space a better place for influencer and people who want to live from like from hosting space and also all the NFT uh, community. So if you have any feedback, don't hesitate to uh, reach me. My DMs are open. That's amazing. And thank you, Mata. I'll be um, in your DMs for sure, by the way, because I, <laughs> I would love to figure that out too with you. So. Yeah, great. Thank you. And thank you so much, Lucas, for inviting me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And Tamar, did you uh, want to say anything? Or are you good? I just wanted to say I, I just hopped in to listen, and it was great to hear everyone's feedback. Really, really interesting. And I'll definitely reach out. Um, the area that I'm focusing on right now is how we help hosts find listeners who care about what they're talking about, basically like interests and topics. So if anyone has thoughts about that, feel free to DM me and let me know what you think. 
Sounds good. All right. Thanks again, ladies, for being here. And thanks to everybody in the audience for being here. I'm going to close the space now. And uh, maybe we can have another one of these chats like three, maybe uh, two or three months from now so we can actually see how spaces are going. Great. Have a good night, everyone. Yeah, have, have you, a you as well, Mata. Have a good night and tomorrow <laughs> have a good day. And uh, we'll catch up with you next time. And thanks again. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everybody.